This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals just like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong and you will make way more money and way less time by doing the exact opposite. So we're joined today by the lovely Jonathan Stevens, coaching student from New Jersey. Jonathan, how are you? I'm good, Bob. Now, uh, Jonathan, uh, I don't know, Ramon, did you know this? Everything is illegal in New Jersey. I figured as much, yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't make a left turn. I don't know what that's all about. (laughs) Jonathan knows what I'm talking about. Just make circles around the you city. You just have to keep driving yeah. right right turns in circles. It's insane. Um, <laughs> and, for you know, I'm a lawbreaker. I'm a rule breaker by nature. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've so, heard. Oh, we, yeah. If you listen to any of the other podcasts, you, you know. If you Yes. If you listen to even one of these stupid things, you would know that about me. So, Jonathan, uh, we uh, Jonathan knows this. We always start with the headlines of the day. Can we do the headlines of the day, Ramon? We can indeed. And that's signified by this drum roll. The excitement's building. So, I don't know if you heard about this, but e-cigarettes, there's research. I always like to follow the science. You do. Yeah. E-cigarettes can be harmful to pets. Did you hear that? No. Yeah, that's I... why my dog, Sandy Lee, Miscal- Sandy Lee McAllister... That's my Karen Terrier. She's uh, sticking with her no-filter camels. She's going old school. (laughs) Old school, I like it. That's how it's done, Jonathan. I'm sorry you had to endure that. (laughs) He made it through, though. Yeah, now how old are you, Jonathan? 23. This kid's a punk. He's he was born when e-cigarettes were invented. That's started. right. He, he's he's had e-cig. Now everybody smoked when when I was a kid. How old are you? Remind. I am fifty one. Okay, so I'm sixty three. So when I was a kid, you would go into a department store like Dillard's, and all the all the clothes already smelled like cigarettes <laughs> by the time you bought them. Everybody smoked. It was crazy. Uh, Jonathan, you don't smoke, do you? No, I don't. Okay, God bless him. You should never never start that ugly habit. There are some other ugly habits I would like you to start, but that's beside the point. So uh, you had a question. He 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 made the mistake of calling me when I was on the way to the podcast. That's how he became a victim. I mean, volunteer to be on the show. We love those willing guests we on the program. Normally, we now there was a lo- another lady that was going to be on the show today. She was actually eager to be on the show. Really? In here, in studio, live. She, she's heard this before, too? Yeah. Well, yeah, she has heard it before, and she was eager to do it. Normally, we have to subpoena people to get them on the Most show. Most of the time, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what happened to her? Uh, I don't know. Oh, I don't well. know. She flaked. She know. probably heard another podcast and sailed <laughs> out. Probably. That's right. She's <laughs> on one of those other little podcasts. Now, uh, Jonathan, you had a sto- uh, a question about? Uh, a CMA. Oh, CMA. For those of you who are brand new in real estate, that stands for Country Music Awards or Comparative Market Analysis, one or the other. So uh, hit me with it. What do you? So first of all, you've got. Uh, let's tell the kids out there if you're new to fearless agent coaching. Uh, I'm I'm new, to, uh, which I you are. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been in real estate, Jonathan? 
it's about a month, and I've been in fearless agent coaching for two and a half, going on three weeks. And how many listing appointments did you schedule in the last seven days? On the last seven days, I've scheduled four. Okay, that's pretty good. Pretty good for the new kid. So um, now the definition of fair market value, I just want to set the stage. For those of you who are new to this, the definition of fair market value has nothing to do with comps. The definition of fair market value is if you have a listing and you're getting three showings a week, you don't have to wonder if it's priced above fair market value. It is. If you have a listing and you're getting three showings a day, you don't have to wonder if it's priced under fair market value. It is. And I'm talking about after the initial spurt is over because usually when you list something brand new, you get a little spurt and then it kind of dies down. So if you're getting one showing a day in between three showings a week and three showings a day, there's that one showing a day on average. That means two today, none tomorrow, one the next day, one the next day, one the next day, two the next day, zero the next day. That averages out to one showing a day. That's the definition of fair market value. You are priced at that. So we're trying to predict ahead of time what price would get us one showing a day consistently, like for a month straight, um, after the initial spurt is over. So that's what we're trying to do here, Jonathan, right? Right. Now, what type of property is it? This is a two family property uh, or multifamily. Now, you know I hate those. Yes, I know. It you just complicates they, they, they everything. Oh, God. Why, why can't people just live in a nice little house with a white picket fence and a yard and a dog? So two family means uh, it is owned – it's one building owned by one person and it has two entrances. One could be rented out. Both could be rented out. One could be lived in while the other is rented out by the owner, right? Right. That's what we're talking about. Uh, what year was it built? It was built in 1953. Okay. And uh, they have not built anything like that since 1986. So that's how you know it's a bad idea. So uh, multifamily quit being built after 1986 – so uh, what kind of condition is it, is it in? And that really doesn't matter. It's, it's in a good condition. It looks pretty rusty on the outside, but it's in a, it's a, it's a bill. It's brick. It's brick. So it seems like it holds up uh, pretty straight, but it seems like a pretty good condition. If I was standing in front of that 1953 New Jersey uh, duplex, I guess we'd call it, uh, would I see a guy with no shirt, with his hat on backwards, wearing Levi's, riding a girl's bicycle? No, you would not. On the see way that. to sell me weed, or remember, they always uh, have a backpack as well. Oh, th th that's a new thing. All drug dealers have a backpack these days. Nowadays, yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you a story? No, I have a story yeah. about that. I'm in Fry's. Fry's is a grocery store. Kroger owns them. So I'm in Fry's. And I see a guy run out the door and the beeper goes off, you know. So he's the guy with the backpack. So uh, he starts walking briskly to a waiting vehicle. So I 
walk briskly to my car and I follow him because I'm the neighborhood cop now. I'm that guy, right? <laughs> so uh, he then he sees that I'm following – the guy who's driving him sees that I'm following him and he starts flipping me off and yelling obscenities at me while I'm on the phone with the cops. So the cops – station is literally walking distance from the fries. So the cops, um, and then he's trying to get away from me. He turns down into this neighborhood, which I happen to know is all blocked off because of construction. So he's trapped in this rather large neighborhood, but he's going to be coming out, you know. So, so the cop comes over and talks to me and I said, yeah, the guy ran out. He has a backpack and he's got weed in the backpack and he's got needles in the backpack and he's got um, uh, stolen meat in the backpack. Now, I'm just kidding, you know. Yes. And the cop <laughs> says, how do you know that? I said, trust me, I know that. So then the cop the, – then the other cops are looking for the guy. They pull him over. Then the cop comes back to me and he says, hey, we caught the guy. Thank you very much. I said, did he have weed in the backpack? He goes, yeah. I said, did he have needles in the backpack? He goes, yeah. I said, did he have meat, <laughs> stolen meat? He goes, yeah. <laughs> I just know how these guys operate. So um, is it that neighborhood, Jonathan? No, it is not that neighborhood. All right. Now, I live in a classy neighborhood, and those guys are still there. So, you know, you never know these guys. <laughs> uh, so the – and you do not know – we did talk about this a little bit. You do not know how many square feet it is, correct? No, I do not know. Now you're going to have to guess. Um, I would say 2,700 square feet, basing it off of the house that I live in. It's nope. not big than that, and I would say about 2,700 square feet. Okay. And is it – it's two level, right? Yes. So I'm going to do math. We're doing math on the air. And, you know, no, there's no better way to ice the crowd than doing math on the air. But we can also add excitement oh, by let's playing do. this. Let's math, do. math is so much fun, so much fun for everyone. Math. Yeah, math. Math. Okay, so while that – Just well, checking, is Jonathan, is Jonathan still there? <laughs> no, he's, none of the listeners are there either. Jonathan's left. Everybody's left. <laughs> So it's 1,350 square feet roughly per floor. We'll round that to 1,300. Mm -hmm. And then what I want you to do, Jonathan, is look for equal to or better than properties in every way. Okay. So we're going to look for actives only. So look for okay. – uh, let's see. Look for look – for, uh, 2,200 square feet or greater. Let's do that. 2,200 square feet or greater. In a, and then uh, two level properties or one level because one level is better than two level. Three level would be worse. Does this have a okay. basement, by the way? Uh, yeah. Is it a finished basement or a creepy basement with a boiler and a freezer full of human heads? <laughs> it's a creepy basement. Okay, so we won't count that. And that's not – you're not counting that in the square footage, right? No. Okay. Do you charge extra for the human heads or is that free? You know, it depends. <laughs> it How, depends. The freshness on those? Yeah. I mean, if it's in Jeff Dahmer's neighborhood, no, because they've been abused. Mm -hmm. But if they're, if they're fresh, that's different. 
So then um, how many bedrooms is it, do you know? Uh, it has four bedrooms and two bathrooms. Two Holy. two bedrooms on one. Yeah. So two two uh, bedrooms, one bathroom on the first on the first level, and two bedrooms, one bathroom on the second level. So I would look for three bedrooms or greater because it's multifamily, and then uh, so that means three, four, five, six, all the way up to a million bedrooms, and then it has two. So I would eliminate from your search anything that has only one bathroom. So again, we're comparing this to single-family homes. A person could reconfigure that and turn it into a single-family home, correct? Right, correct. And what general price range are we in, just so I have a, some idea? Four, uh, 415. Okay. So that tells me that all of the value, I mean, you could build that brand new for maybe $200,000, so most of the value is in the land. Does it have a yard? Yes. Okay. It does have a yard. And uh, what am I forgetting? Oh, parking. Uh, yes, it has parking. It has two garages. Okay, so, so two-car garage or better. That means three-car, four-car, five-car. So that's the big bonus there. That's hard to find. And then... Uh, any other things I'm forgetting? Bathroom on bathrooms, just eliminate one bathroom properties from your search, and then and then look in a ten mile radius north, ten miles of this property north, ten miles south, ten miles west, ten miles east. Now, in one of those quadrants, you're going to be in the hood for sure, aren't you? Uh, yes. <laughs> which which way do I drive for it to get really crappy from that house? Uh, um. North, well, south, <laughs> east, or west? Uh, you drive um, north. North. Go drive north to buy crack. Yes. Okay. So if you want to li- eliminate some of the north, like like you could search five miles north or three miles north and then ten miles south, you could do that too. Okay? Okay. Just because you know it's going to be crappy. And then, uh, but we're looking at this from the buyer's point of view. A, a typical buyer, you know, I, I ask my coaching students this all the time. If I if I say, you know, do you are you a homeowner? And they say yes. And I like just the other day I asked this of somebody, and they, I said, you live where you live, but you looked at other houses. And he said, yeah, I looked at like fifty other houses. I said, oh, okay, that's quite a few. I said, the farthest one that you looked at away from the one you are, how many miles was it? And he said it was like 15 miles. So the buyers are thinking much bigger than appraisers are. So we're not looking at sold comps. We're looking at only the actives. We're taking the buyer's point of view because if the, if the, if the um, market is shooting up, obviously sold comps don't matter. If the market is plummeting and shooting down, what they sold for three months ago obviously doesn't matter. So when do sold comps matter? Honestly, they never matter. So you're in competition with what else is for sale. So that's why we only looked at active comps when you're a fearless agent. So uh, what else am I forgetting? Am I forgetting something else? No. Features. The lot size would be the other thing. Um, the that's lot, okay. normal and tiny, right? What it, is the lot size six, in square footage? It says 6,368 square feet. Okay, so that's a size. normal size residential lot. 
roughly. 7,500 is kind of normal by American standards. So it's a little less than normal. And then, uh, okay, so let's do that. So then then plug in uh, 600,000 or less. And then how many would pop up? Are you on the MLS live right now? Yes. Um, I'm going to enjoy coffee while he's doing this, okay? Well, that means I have another button to press, and it goes a little something like... Oh, wait a minute. Somebody deleted my coffee. We have no coffee button? What in the world? You know, I was asking somebody at breakfast this morning, is there... You got a lot of buttons there. Yes. Is there one that says bomb China immediately? Uh, No, that one... We got to get that one. No, that one's also been deleted. Get that one. We'll get back to it later. I'll find that sound effect. I will. (laughs) I know you will. I'm not worried. But I am enjoying coffee while he's doing his search. So are you doing your search right now, Jonathan? Yes, and 34 homes uh, popped up. Oh, wow. All right. So that was at 600 and less. Now do 500 and less. We're trying to get to 20. And do you have a printer with paper in it? Um, No. I just ran out of ink. Oh, <laughs> I lost my sound effect. He ran out of ink. Yeah. This is going to be one of those shows. So we're not going to open up a tattoo parlor. Not anytime soon, no. <laughs> you know, I know a guy. So I did, I did uh, under 500, and I came up with 22. Under 500? Do 450 and below. Okay. 450. 450 and below. You know the band Linkin Park? Are you yes. Yes. You know, the drummer of Linkin Park is a guy I know. He, Sean... And his lovely wife, Thora, mm-hmm. her own club tattoo. Have you ever seen that? I have indeed. It's, a, it's an empire. Stickers all over cars, all Stickers over Stickers all over cars. Yeah. So club evidently, tattoo. if you're willing to tattoo some, a skull on your arm, you're willing to put a sticker on your car. I'm willing to do neither of those, by the way. <laughs> there will be no <laughs> stickers or tattoos. I came up with 16. I think we're going to go with that. That sounds right to me. Let's let's print those out. So that was at at. 450 and below? 450 and below. Okay. So now what you're going to do is you're going to look for the, you you would be printing those out, but the very cheapest one of those that is, and they're all equal to or greater than in features and square footage, and and then take out the ones that are obviously in the hood, take out the ones that are obviously. But remember, condition is worth almost nothing because you can smear a little whipped cream on poop and make it, you know, better than the others. Um, that doesn't okay. cost much what money. If, what, if, what if 14 of them are in the hood? Oh, is that or right? Saying, yes. Well, then let's, yeah. raise, let's raise the price back up to uh, – well, we only need one. Is the one that's – is the 15th one yeah. so okay? The one, let's so, talk about uh, that the, one. The, so the, this is 440, uh, the one that's not in the hood, that's in a pretty Now, good, look at, l- just read the remarks to me. This should be entertaining. Uh, this charming two-family offer apartment of three bedrooms each, one bathroom each, each uh, appointment feature, open dining, living room for a total of six beds and two bathrooms. There's practically nothing comparable out there in this immediate area. Location, location, location. You are located minutes away from Route 22, Grand Central Parkway, I-78, extremely convenient. Now, what does a charming house look like in real estate? It means it's uh, too small. Yeah, it, <laughs> what it means is uh, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Clean live here. You see that. You see uh, uh, cute, which means tiny. 
unique floor plan. That means hideous. Uh, yeah, that's stuff like that. Puffing, I think we call it in the in the industry. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. So, uh, it, well, let's pretend, or or in real life, do you like that one better? If you if they were both the same price or they were both free, would you prefer that one than your subject property? Yes. Oh, good. Okay. So then we're going to go with that one. So what's the asking price? Uh, four forty. Okay, and how many days has it been on the market? 86. Okay, so that means under no circumstances whatsoever could that possibly be worth 425 because somebody would have offered that in 86 days, right? Yes. And it's not it's not that. the kind of 86 Ramon is familiar with hearing. That's different. <laughs> Ramon's been 86 from a few places, but that's not Plenty of them. Oh, boy. And then uh, – so we're going to make our adjustments from 400. It could be worth 400, but there's no evidence of that, and we know for a fact it's not worth 425. So you'll make your adjustments from 400, okay? Okay. And then what are the – read off the differences. Square footage was one. Um, so this one actually gives the square footage. Mm-hmm. This one says is thirty six nine uh, three thousand six hundred ninety eight square feet, which is the same uh, as what you said. Yes. Okay, so we won't make yeah. adjustment. If we were going to make an adjustment, it would be thirty five dollars per square foot difference. Okay, so the what I said what the the other home uh, the subject property was around I said twenty eight. I'm sorry, I got that wrong. 20, yeah, it was. I said twenty six. It's because it didn't give me the square feet, so I estimated it, and I just take a You're guess. Right. It was about twenty. So we're about yeah. we're about a hundred square feet off, or a thousand square feet off. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to take a thousand square feet times thirty five dollars is thirty five thousand. So we're going to subtract thirty five thousand because yours is worse than the comp. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And then, uh, what are the other differences? Bedrooms was one the, difference. Yep, the bedrooms is a difference. It's a it has two stories just as well. It was it was built in nineteen fifty eight. Um, Me too. Uh, <laughs> and um, it's everything is is pretty much the same. Everything is pretty much the same. With, okay, with, so with, the bedrooms uh, are how many how many bedrooms difference? It's two bedrooms difference. Uh, subject property has four. This has six, but this also has two garages, just like the other one too. So it's three bedroom each side versus two bedrooms each side. Yes, that extra bedroom is worth quite a bit because two bedrooms is functionally obsolete by today's standards. So uh, that's a big deal. So I would go with. Uh, by the way, the buildings in 1958 are remarkably different than the buildings in 1954. Because they had uh, drywall versus uh, like chicken wire with plaster smeared over it. So that that is another key difference. But uh, so I'm going to give them $10,000 for the bedrooms even though that is included in that square footage. So another $10,000 off. Okay. How about the garage? Um, the yeah, it's two it's two garages just like the other one. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And what about the location distance to 
the city, I this, guess, is the one we're talking about. Yes, it said it, it's, it, this is in closer distance to the city. It's closer? Yes. How, how many minutes closer, driving time? Um, Hillside to Newark, that's 20, 25 minutes, 20, 25 minutes. That's a lot. So that would be 50000 in value. It's $2,000 per minute of driving time. So location better than means closer to, and we're talking about New York City, right? Uh, yes, New York City. Okay. Yeah. So, which is where everybody works if they if they live there. So, uh, not a year from now, that won't be true. <laughs> They're bailing out <laughs> like rats off a sinking ship, but that's beside the point. Um, but that's so for those of you who are near a coastline, the coastline would be kind of like the downtown or the downtown, and, and like where I live, we're talking downtown Phoenix. Uh, in you know, it's not going to be downtown. You're like downtown Scottsdale is not what we're talking about. It's downtown, the major metropolitan area where the jobs are. So each my each minute of driving time is worth uh, two thousand dollars. Okay, so that okay. would be fifty grand. Another minus. So we're taking fifty thousand. 85,000 so it's 95 off of 400 so it's 300 my guess at fair market value is 300,000 okay does that sound right to you um a little under than what i thought but I, what was, did I you think because i value your opinion i thought it was that was a lie i had my fingers crossed when i said that <laughs> no i no, i do value your opinion <laughs> i thought it was 399 but i'm way off well, no, uh, I'm not saying that. I'm saying my guess was 300. By the way, if I'm wrong, your seller doesn't get hurt. Because if you priced it at 299, and I'm right, and and I'm wrong, mm-hmm. um, and you're right, then you will get 15 cash offers per day, and you'll bid them up to 500 grand. So you wouldn't have to worry. Oh. But if you're wrong and I'm right, then you've hurt your seller. Okay. That's how that works. Because there is no risk in underpricing your house unless you're too eager to take the first offer that comes along. Okay. So, uh, so you thought four hundred. I thought three hundred. Yeah. Okay. Now. Did you now, use a different I, comp to come up with yours? Uh, I that this is actually the this is the, this is actually the comp I I used to come up. Okay, I, good. I did the search? Well, yeah. then you you grossly undervalued the location. I'll bet. Yes, probably. And yeah. then the um, what was the ten thousand for? Oh, the bedrooms. I gave ten thousand. What did you give for the bedrooms and the square footage? Um. I gave uh, well. I say ten thousand, like you said before, for the bedrooms. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the square footage the same, thirty-five thousand. Uh, yeah, thirty-five. Yeah, thirty-five thousand. Thirty-five hundred. No, it's yeah. thirty-five thousand because it's a thousand square feet times thirty-five dollars. Yes. Yes. Okay. Did you screw that up and do thirty-five hundred? Um, no. Okay. I, I, yes, probably. 
I think he did. <laughs> I think he did, but that's okay. Now, when you book the appointment, you're supposed to ask the question, the million-dollar question, and that is mm-hmm. if you were going to – if you were going to win a million dollars by guessing correctly, what price realistically do you think a buyer would pay for your property? What was their answer to that? Four ninety. Ouch. And he's just. And did you and say the words? Can you put the crack pipe down now, please? <laughs> when he said that. <laughs> no, he said another agent gave him uh, an RPR page because on RPR ah. that's what it's. <laughs> yeah. See, RPR does a price per square foot analysis, which is wildly wrong. Um, and the reason for that is it, inc- you know, like let's say you were, um, let's say you were a hundred square feet different. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you if you if you're in a four hundred thousand uh, dollar, let's say it's. Um, uh, well, what did we come up with for your square footage? Twenty two hundred. Yeah, twenty five hundred or more. It was twenty five hundred square feet. Yeah. Okay. okay, so if I take four hundred thousand, oops, my calculator. We're doing math again. Four hundred thousand <laughs> divided by twenty five hundred, that comes up to one hundred and sixty dollars a square feet. But the problem is that includes the price of the land. And you can build that whole thing new for $100 a square foot. So that's way off if you already own the land. And then it gets stinkier and older and wears out since 1954. So the building has very little value. But once you've hauled the guys out there to build it, to add another 100 square feet literally doesn't cost anything. So that 100 square feet – and by the way, you could go in two properties and think that the one that's 100 square feet bigger – is actually smaller because of the layout. So you could be off on that. But it would but that would be at $160 a square foot, that'd be $16,000 even though it seems smaller. So that's way off. So it would be $3500 is what that extra 100 square feet would be worth. So that's that's why people get goofed up on that. And that's why appraisers don't use RPR. They give you thirty-five bucks a square foot. In fact, on that, they might not even give you that much. It might be less than that. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my three hundred. That okay. doesn't mean you can't and sell it for more than that. That means that at two ninety-nine nine, I think you're gonna get a showing a day. If it was vacant and on lockbox, and is it vacant? By the way. Uh, yes, it is vacant. Both no, sides. It's- Okay, well, that's a blessing. That helps. That that increases the value of it, actually, because you can see it. Mm-hmm. Now, with with these with with uh, with this property, it's a it's a divorced couple, and I couldn't get all the decision makers at the now, table. Before we go into that, I want to do a shameless plug. Do you think we should okay. do a shameless plug? We're going to do that right now. Time for Bob Leffler's shameless. Now, if any of the stuff we talk about on these podcasts makes sense to any of you, and that seems unlikely, but if any of it does, and you happen to be earning less selling real estate than you wish you were, and you're open to the idea of having some help with that, like Jonathan was, 
Uh, if you'd like to learn more, you can call me anytime at 480-385-8810 right on my cell phone, and we'll just see if you and what you're trying to do and what we do at Fearless Agent, if it would be a good fit. If it is, you will get rich. Jonathan, I happen to know, I'm going to predict he is going to be rich selling real estate. So, um, And the reason is, uh, in, uh, it, this is your first month in real estate, correct? Yes, first month. And, and you booked four listing appointments last week. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. four more than 90% of the realtors in America did last week. So you're you're going to be rich. There's no doubt about that. So there's five presentations that you're learning. You're learning listing, pricing, FISBO, buyer, and investor. In your first month in real estate, how many of those have you learned? I've learned the listing presentation, the pricing presentation, and the investor presentation. Not FISBO or buyer? Oh, FISBO too, yes. FISBO too, but not the buyer. Okay. Well, that's amazing. So God bless you. That's fantastic. This guy's a worker, this guy. Ramon. That he is. Yeah. By the way, if if somebody was considering doing fearless agent coaching, Jonathan, what would you tell them? Uh, Do it immediately. The results I got are are amazing. I'm I'm booking more listing appointments than any agent in my office, and I'm getting to the table more. So, What company are you with? Keller Williams. How many agents are in your office? i say about 60. Good. All right. Well, good for you. So our goal, you and me, is that you are the number one earning agent uh, 11 months from today. Okay? Okay. We'll have him back on the show to see if that happened. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about the divorce. So the it, this is a couple, and honestly, this he's the, the guy told me it's probably going to be a short sale. And oh, that's right. He, I, I tried to get all of the decision makers at the table, but, but they hate each that. other. Yes, they hate each other, and he said he doesn't want to talk to her over the phone. They literally communicate through uh, the cousin because they can't. Talk <laughs> so to the cousin's other. life is a living hell. Let's just write that down. <laughs> Don't be <Yes>. the cousin. <laughs> oh my goodness! And she thinks it's worth six hundred. So my question is, what are the possibilities of me being able to list this home uh, and get both of them to agree? Well, I don't really or care about that-, that. All I care about is okay. that you do the best job you can to help them and you tell the truth every step of the way. Okay. First of all, you're very professional. You're a fearless agent. You know uh, he's going he's gonna to show up wearing a tie, right? He's not going to show up wearing a backpack like that meat-stealing nitwit in my neighborhood. <laughs> That's right. He's going to have a tie on. So, uh, yeah, you just, you know, first of all, only care about the customers. So their lives are a living hell. The cousin's life is a living hell. Uh, you get to meet with one of them for sure. Hopefully you get to meet with her. And then I would say this. I would say, you know, my, I don't represent – I represent the house – making the buyer grossly overpay for it so that you both end up with as much money possible net way more than you could any other way. So that's my goal. I'm not going to take sides. You guys can argue about how you split up the money. That's your business. But my job is to make the buyer grossly overpay. So is that what you want me to do? Because he does know how to do that. So 
Um, and then you just do what you do. And, you know, I, I never change what I do. I do have a little divorce talk, which is that, uh, in an expired listing situation where they previously had it were unsuccessful with another agent, I have a little expired presentation I do that fits into the – but other than that, I just do what I do or I used to do what I do. <laughs> now I tell jokes on the radio, but that's different. All right, okay. Jonathan, did you have fun? Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Do you have any – he has no life, so this was fun. Now, uh, do you have any other questions? Uh, yes, I have one more question. Oh, let's do it. Because I have, I have a meeting uh, with the for, for sale by owner tomorrow. All right. And um, my question is, is when I set the for sale by owner, I set the appointment Monday, and I was probably the first agent because I called at 8 o'clock um, as soon as you put it on the market. My it's not is, on is the there, market. It's off the market. I mean, it's, it's off the market. She put it. She put it up for sale. Mm-hmm. My question is: Is there a way to to avoid like? Because a lot it's a lot of agents calling her. So by the time I get there, she's probably going to be a little bit angry. Is there a way to like just do I just get past that? Do I Anger is angry? a mental illness. No one would ever be angry because a lot of agents called them. Okay. By the way, so I'll, I'll bet I have more agents calling me per day than she does. What do you want to bet? I, I, I guarantee. It. Yeah, but I'm not angry. <laughs> so if okay. for me for me to be angry because agents are calling me would would have to be a sign of mental illness. So she's either nuts or she's not. She's either nice or she's mean. She's either uh, stupid or she's smart. So your job isn't to make stupid people smart or mean people nice or crazy people sane, your job is to find nice, sane, smart people and do business with them. And you're going to give – you have five presentations that you can give. For her, you'd be giving three probably at the most. Yeah. FISBO and then listing and then pricing if she's nice yeah. and sane and smart. But don't okay. – you know, that's God's job. You're the input guy, not the outcome guy. Okay. okay. And then if she's really mean, I mean, you do know where she lives. We could send the Hells Angels over later. <laughs> okay. There is that. Okay. Yeah. No, just be just do a nice job. Be nice. Do a good job for her. And then, um, you know, the other thing is people are nutty about money. When When large amounts of money is at stake – Otherwise, nice people won't be nice. Otherwise, smart people will act stupid. And otherwise, sane people would be a little crazy. So um, – and the divorce it, it normally is about money. Most people get divorced okay. about money. So, okay. so that makes people not as nice as they would be otherwise. But your job is to be the sane one and the nice one and the smart one. So you're going to always be nice, sane and smart and humble. And uh, so thank you, Jonathan. You're doing a great job. Very proud of you. Everybody listening is proud of you, by the way. (laughs) Thanks. So once again, we want to thank uh, all. Oh, by the way, here, you can refer business to Jonathan. We forgot to plug Jonathan, for goodness sakes. So Jonathan, is what, what town are you in in New Jersey? Plainfield, New Jersey. Plainfield. Is there a plain or a field anywhere near your... 
No. No, of course all. not. That's more truth than advertising in real estate. So you can refer your sellers and buyers and investors to Jonathan Stevens by calling him toll-free day or night at 908-655-7870. Is that correct, Jonathan? Yes. Thanks for being with us. And once again, we want to thank all of you for joining us today. Please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. I would go to fearlessagentspeaking.com and watch our little video there. If you're interested, if you are a broker owner and you happen to be recruiting fewer producing agents than you wish you were, you can also call us about that. Uh, Call me directly at 480-385-8810. And until – oh, give us a five-star review on iTunes. You go on iTunes, you scroll over to the right, you click five stars, you write a little thing, and uh, we thank you for that. And until next week, do what we always do. Have fun. Be humble, but most of all, be fearless. Thanks, gang. Oh.